Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Jay Hove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Good man, wonderful brother. No good, no good, problems good. At all. Thanks for asking, Weezy. No problem, man. Sure, cameraman. How you doing, brother? <laughs> Thumbs, Thumbs up. up. That's what's up. Right. That's what's up. Episode two hundred and seventy-three, right, cameraman? Two seventy-three. Okay, and we are breaking down the twenty nineteen NBA Finals. FSP style. You hear me? Always FSP style. Better damn know it. You better damn believe it, man. Let's kick it off best <laughs> week, Weezy. What you got? The National Spelling Bee, man. Okay. It's an eight-way tie. And them mm. kids are spelling some long words. You hear me? Sure. Yeah, I was watching it. I said, yeah. I said nah, I can't spell that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, I can't spell that either. <laughs> and they was, <laughs> they was, they were spelling them. They all got the word right. The, the judge literally said, "Look, man, we gonna be here forever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> y'all if y'all make it to the 20th round, everybody win. <laughs> That's what's up. And everybody made it. Everybody yeah, made it. What's up, man? Eight way tie. What's your best of the week? That was definitely my best of the week. But you know, I got another one. Okay. Shout out to the Jim Jones album. That's okay. my best of the week. Okay. Okay, El Capo. Yeah. Hey. You gotta hey. 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 You gotta hey. hold the team down. Hey. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hold That's a good album, man. You find the play. It's a good album. I hope so. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. Shout out to Jim Jones. 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 I ain't gonna listen to it. Jones. We know. Uh, my best of the week, man, is TSU men's basketball. They got a big-time transfer in Wesley Harris. He was previously at Virginia as a starter. Big-time get for a friend of the show, Coach Penny. Shout-out to Coach Penny. Shout-out to Coach. Change the narrative, Coach. Season six is on sale now. For sure, man. Well, not yet, but that soon. Soon. Mine soon. is. Sure. I got mine. Talk that talk. That's just how it is. Better know it. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Worst of the week, fellas. What we got? Worst of the week for me is Drake, man. Steph and KD number on For them. sure. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. One says sniper, one says yeah. uh, gifted. Yeah, that's a lot. The thing is, he had Drake's first, mm-hmm. and then he followed it up with the KD test. So. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's a little weird. What about you, Joe? What's your worst of the week? Follow up from <laughs> last week, man. My director heard the show. Okay. Stunned on me this week. Again? Pulled him up. Pulled he, him he, out. Warm. Pulled, he, he warm. Paused. Yeah, he was warm. Yeah. Warm. Yeah. Yeah, just, just walked in like, I just want to show you something. Yeah. That's how it worked. <laughs> I just want to let you know I still got it It's alright man You got it bro You used to my North yeah. In North Nashville You would have took them <laughs> so Shout out to my North Nashville <laughs> Listen um, My worst of the week Is the worst shit I've heard in the Wisconsin men's basketball coach Howard Moore Okay He was involved in a car wreck That took the life Of his wife And his nine year old daughter Last week In a, a vehicle Driving the wrong way Hit him head on mm. Uh, him and his son survived the crash, but were released from the hospital on Thursday with non-life-threatening injuries. So the person driving the wrong way was 23-year-old lady who perished in the crash as well. So Goodness. Godspeed and prayers to everybody involved. That's that's heavy. That's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No way to segue from that one, Jay. Yeah, now nah, for sure that that yeah. is the definition of worst of the week. Man, for sure. Definition. Yeah, for sure. Whew. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Glue. And don't forget producer M Extra. Please don't. (laughs) Each and every Wednesday. This week's episode is the best hip hop documentaries episode. Okay. Y'all guys check that out. Uh, yeah, I did check it out. It dropped early on. (laughs) Nah, shout out to the guys, man. I I had some discrepancies here. Um, Okay. Shout out to my homegirl Liz. She hit me and said, you know, where in the hell Mm -hmm. is the... The Tribe Called Quest documentary it wasn't even mentioned. Okay. And I said, that's the top shot to D Black. Yeah. Hey, we yeah. all know that that is a, it's a top it's five, five hip hop documentary. No lie. For sure. They Come on now. No lie. You ain't even, you ain't even gonna give him a, a, an honorable <laughs> mention or nothing. <laughs> I was kind of hot at my boy Spike Lou. He didn't even bring up the Trap or Die, or Die documentary. That's a good one. That was that was that was a summer right there. That, was, that, yeah, that, that, that was, documentary dropped. That's a good one. Whew. Yeah, that's kind of sure. how to Spike Lou for not mentioning that documentary. Still a really good show. Shout out to the guys yeah, over course. there. Yeah, great Got show, their guys. 300th celebration coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to M Extra. He's pushing pushing the narrative <laughs> with his workout videos. So I guess he's trying to yeah. you know hey. bounce back. Hey. I see you, Twin. Yeah. Whatever works, man. Yeah, whatever works, <laughs> Twin. <laughs> I put a little bit more weight on them. Yeah, but you got about one more time with them fires, bro. I'm just Ooh. <laughs> Tell you what. Got about yeah. one more time yeah, with no, them fires, sure. bro. <laughs> leg day. <laughs> Shout out to leg day. Shout out to leg day. <laughs> Say, that camera's always the hell on, man. Uh, Fresh for Dumbs, me and my dog Animal Brown is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. You catch our latest issue. Issue number 46 is up right now. Directly for the culture. Follow the show IG page at Fresh for Dummies and simply Search Fresh for Dummies on all your social media handles where you kicks. Cop responsibly. And you can read up on your favorite FSP co-host. <clears throat> Purchase your FSP merchandise and catch up on the past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and much, much more. How you do that, you ask Weezy? Just search www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. RMG most definitely. Jeff, you got 10 good wrestling seconds. Oh, yeah. Let's start the clock. So, AEW had their double or nothing pay-per-view over the weekend. Great show. Big numbers. Some people calling it the classic. But the talk of the week was former WWE superstar Dean Ambrose. Now, AEW's John Moxley was on the Talk is Jericho podcast. He pulled a Maggie Johnson. Uh-oh. He told everything. He told it all. <laughs> he told it all. <laughs> he, t- he told it all about how Vince McMahon is paying Brock more than anybody else, which he probably should because it is Brock Lesnar. But Brock doesn't want to be there. Brock's running the business down. The morale and people want to leave. Everybody wants to jump ship to AEW if they could. It's a must miss. He blew the spot up. Blew the spot. He's and bigger than Nino Brown. Uh, he definitely was a bigger than Nino Brown situation. Wow. Because he, he was, I mean, he was a member of the Shield. Yeah, guys that watch us know what I'm talking about. But um, he, he left and said on his last show, they only paid him $600 for his last show. Ooh, he oh. wasn't too happy about that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He put a spot up. You got to put a spot up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, you know, that started and he showed up out of nowhere at the end of the AEW pay-per-view um, after Chris Jericho's match. Hey, man, I'm just saying, it's, just, it's scary hours right now, as we say. Okay. <laughs> for WWE. Ratings mm-hmm. are down. People want to leave. Yeah. 
Vince better get his stuff together. Yeah, now nah, he will. <laughs> In case you missed it, guys, um, Bronny James, uh-huh. the North Coast Blue Chips, his AAU team, are playing the summer circuit, sponsored by Flight Club. Hmm. For those who are unfamiliar with Flight Club, it's a high-end sneaker consignment shop based in New York, Los Angeles, and Miami. The store is also providing the footwear that the players will wear, and they will also design the team's uniform for the circuit while providing hoodies, towels, and duffel bags for all the players on the team. The players' trip to Flight Club locations is also expected to be filmed as well. Mm. This is groundbreaking for AAU basketball. Huge, man. Man, Huge deal. Crazy. LeBron James is clearly yeah. steering this, yeah. but at the same time, man, it's it's groundbreaking. It's gonna change the way that things are done in AAU basketball, man. You think LeBron got something to do with it? Oh, he got everything to do with oh, it. Because uh, I was looking at this and thinking, well, maybe Fight Club just saw an opportunity to That's jump true. on it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And maybe LeBron was just like, well, yeah, I can't stop it if I wanted to. You know? Yeah. No, nah, LeBron broke it that deal for sure because he picked out the shoes that they're wearing oh, okay, for the okay. year. I didn't see that. And okay. they're gonna also sprinkle in some different shoes as well. So okay. just for the summer circuit, dog. So can you imagine being 14 years old and having a sponsorship for your AAU summer league? How do you not go there? Oh, how do you, you not? No that? Come on, man. And him and D Wade's son, and also going to bring in um, one of the top ninth graders alongside um, Amari Bailey, who's really? already at Sierra King. So they're all playing together hey, at Sierra King. D Wade's son's a senior, though, right? He's a senior. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So kind of similar to how old Bron is compared to uh, D Wade. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Cool thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, tweets with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. Okay. And before we get started with the first half, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios Award recipient for the listeners week? I do, I do, I do. Who is that? This week's recipient is SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. It is. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey announced Friday that the conference is set to lift its ban on on stadium-wide <laughs> alcohol sales on August the 1st. Yes. Now, Sankey stated, and I quote, this is now an opportunity for institutions to make responsible and appropriate decisions. <laughs> so the University of Georgia got ahead of the curve. They're going to create a special area outside of Stanford Stadium. Okay. Excuse me, Sanford Stadium, where donors who commit at least $25,000 over a five-year period can purchase beer and wine, but they cannot take the drinks back to their seat. Now, college football's attendance during the 2018 season represented a 22-year low. So mm. they are trying to get some money back <laughs> into those stadiums. For yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That did it. Dude, listen, yeah. SEC fans are obnoxious, and I'm an SEC fan. Yeah. And shout out to him. I know he's listening. He's, he's a fan of the entire, entire conference, conference, for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> this is only going to give you a reason <laughs> for SEC fans who are already extremely obnoxious oh, to be more God. obnoxious, man. Bad move for the SEC, but I get why they're doing it. They need to get that revenue because soon they're going to have to pay these players, so they, yeah. they got to start figuring out a way. Y'all be careful with them SEC games. Man? Can you imagine drunk SEC fans at LSU, Alabama, oh. Florida, hell. A drunk LSU fan at night uh, in, in Delphi, Georgia? Oh, Ole Miss is the one you got to worry about. Oh. Oh. Bro. Oh, Miss. You're right. Yeah. You're right, to get into a spot where yeah, you're yeah. right. You know, let's just get started with the first You're right, Rhea. Yeah, yeah, sure. You've never been more right in your not life. For sure. <laughs> the first half is underway. Full sport. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport. 
Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your boy Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media? FSP underscore Weezy on IG. I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Holla at me. Holla you. are in the zone, man. Holla at me, baby. Holla at me. You're in the zone. For sure, Jeff. Where you at? Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. For sure. And I'm Jay Ho on Twitter and Instagram. Holla at me on Twitter for a conversation. We can, it can be had. Twitter mm-hmm. conversation. It's been a worth week for you on there. Yeah. <laughs> It's been rough, man. Yeah. People are mad at me about this. Uh, Steph Curry <laughs> landed number one That's on that my, list. That's that my, list. No, it's my list. It's my list. It's your list. That's why I said. Yeah, your list. I said, yeah. you know, I had to remind myself. It's your list. It's it caused the uproar, though. Caused the uproar. Yeah, for sure. People are upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Shane. I know you're listening. Hashtag watch more work. basketball. For sure. <laughs> watch more basketball. My guy, my guy said, Steph Curry. Yeah, like, chill, 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 Shane. Shout out to my dog, Shane. Oh, my bad. FSP underscore cameraman. Yeah. On the on the gram. Yeah. On the um, gram. And if we don't get a picture this week, uh-huh. You're fired. Some shit. Some shit. Some shit <laughs> yeah. <is> that. <laughs> you happy about being fired, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he hit the wall about it. He did the <laughs> You've been working on that. He's been waiting for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. The first half, man, we're gonna start off with the winners and losers of the NBA draft deadline. Mm-hmm. The NBA drafts early withdrawal deadline for underclassmen came and went on Wednesday night. There were some twists and turns. We'll kick off the first half talking about some of the winners and losers. Yeah. For sure. Let's start off with Kentucky. I have them as a winner. Huh. Um, I think bringing back Nick Richards, who mm-hmm. was supposed to be a one-and-done player, and EJ Montgomery, who was also supposed to be a one-and-done player, both announced uh, their intention to withdraw from the draft and come back. And then they'll probably get Kerry uh, Blackshear from mm-hmm. Virginia Tech. So, good front court. But the weird thing, Calipari's son is transferring. I was just about to say that. So yeah. That's got to be some difference. But they let you know Cal going to coach, though. Yeah. yeah. So, no favoritism. Yes, son. If, I mean, your son son, play, yeah. if your son's Can he tra- play? No. If your son's transferring, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let you know you really coaching out there. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I got, got a winner. I got um, from Louis, I got Louisville, man. Okay. Um, Jordan Noir, he was third team out at ACC last year as a sophomore, averaging 17 points a game. Yeah. And he's going back to school. Now, this is the thing. Yeah. Jordan would have been a first round pick if he would have stayed. I think he's staying yeah. in order to be a lottery, lottery pick. pick. So yeah. That makes sense. Say that. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Louisville for keeping him, though. Nah, for yeah. sure. That was yeah. big. That, yeah. That makes Louisville a top 10 team next Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Big deal. Absolutely. Um, I got LSU. Will Wade is still standing. You lose <laughs> Tremont Waiters, you lose Nas Reed, yeah. but you bring back Emmett Williams, Skylar Mays, Javante Smart, and Marion Taylor to compliment Trenton Watford, a top 10 uh, in the class of 2019. So with his uncertainty, he still is bringing back a contender in the yeah. SEC. It's a big deal. I got Miles Powell, Miles Powell going okay. back to Seton Hall for his senior year. J.R. Smith's guy. Yeah, yeah. average 23 a game. Yeah. Big buckets. Yeah, big buckets. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. big, good, good get for Seton yeah. Hall. Right now, for there. sure, and they needed him. <laughs> yeah. For sure, Seton Hall's been rough for a couple of years. I agree with that. Um, my last winner is Florida. Mike White is going to be tasked with his first time dealing with a team that has expectations. True. Um, he's bringing back Andrew Nimhart at the draft deadline, who would have been a first-round pick as well. He's trying to play into the lottery. You mix him along with Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann, mm-hmm. who I think will be the best point guard in college basketball next year. Besides, besides my guy, Cole Anthony. Okay. Um, this team going to be fun to watch <laughs> in Florida, right. man. So, But I think with Mike White, he was going to leave for a bigger gig. I think he would have – Taking that um, UCLA job. Quite so possibly. Him staying in Florida, man, and keeping those players, that's a big deal. Let's move on to the losers, fellas. Okay. Weezy, since you're full of losers, <laughs> what you got? Well, my first loser is Auburn. Okay. 
after losing Bryce Bryant and Jared Harper mm-hmm. to the draft, I think they're going to hurt Bruce Pearl a little bit. Because yeah. them boys, that's a good backcourt. That's an underrated backcourt. Very underrated. Nobody knew how good they're going to be, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's going to hurt them for sure. sure. I got a loser with Rick Barnes. Not only are you losing Grant Williams, Schofield, Oof. and Jordan Bone, that's 48 points you got to replace, man. So right. um, it's going to be tough sledding. I don't even think they make the actual – tournament next year hell they might not even <laughs> make it out of the first round of the sec tournament so it's gonna be tough for ut next year i had ut on my list also yeah Go i got a sophomore well rising sophomore quentin grimes from kansas yeah he was supposed to be one and done mm-hmm. as a freshman yeah came back to kansas well it was said he's gonna come back to school now he's in the transfer portal yeah because <laughs> kansas they moved on <laughs> kansas let's keep it above yeah they're one and done talent usually isn't one and done talent. Mm. So besides Wiggins and besides Joel and B, okay. the one and done talent is dry. Ben McLemore, you. Xavier Henry. I had high, ho- high hopes for Ben McLemore. Man, and then we look <laughs> at, at Quentin Grimes. I have Kansas as a loser as well. Okay. I mean, you bring back Devin Dotson, which is huge, okay. but you don't get RJ Hampton. He goes overseas. We'll talk about that really soon. Hmm. And so, and then you lose a player of Quentin Grimes. Quinn Grimes is a top ten player if he didn't play one college basketball game this year. So that's it. That's yeah. tough, man. I also had Memphis as a loser. Me too. They lost that one player. I mean, but they they're still good. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> they had that. But yeah, what's his name, Jay? Ray John Tucker. Yeah, yeah. He's a star. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about Ray John Tucker. Yeah. You lose Ray John Tucker. That's yeah. the only person with experience on the team. You're right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why. I mean, but still, not yeah. Loaded like, with talent. No, they yeah. good. But Sky. you don't have any experience. You're right. Yeah. Just being serious. Sky's the limit for them. Though. For sure. Yeah. Minor hitting the hype train though. Yeah. Hype train's still heavy. But <laughs> watch out for those TSU Tigers. Dog, Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Talent won't be an issue for the Memphis Tigers at all. Gotcha. I'm good with losers. Everybody good. Yeah. Oh, you got one more? Oh, we, oh I got Jalen Pickett for Sienna. Okay. On this selfish reasons though, I wanted to see if he could actually be a lottery pick. He for the Mac. He for the Mac. Conference, yeah, great ball player. I think he could have made some noise in the draft if he would have stayed in it. Okay, he would be a solid pick up, well, a solid comeback for them and come out next year. There we go. Yeah. Also, Gonzaga lost a lot too. Gonzaga, might get seventh woods though. He might get seventh. Oh, might get your, might boy get your boy seventh woods. <laughs> His college career continues. <laughs> he ain't done yet. Nah, oh. one more. He get, he get a doctorate or something. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be disrespectful seventh. He getting his doctorate. Great day to be a Tar Heel. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So let's move on to my guy. <laughs> Zion Williamson, the most anticipated NBA draft prospect since LeBron James, has signed on with the CAA Sports Agency. The agency announced Thursday CAA basketball agent Austin Brown and CAA executive Lisa Joseph Martellis will represent Williamson, sources told ESPN. Okay, so Brown represents several top NBA players like D'Angelo Russell, Weezy's guy, uh, <laughs> Gary Harris, Jay's guy, and Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Martellus worked closely with Dwayne Wade to help build his brand outside of basketball. Sure. Mm-hmm. So is he in good hands, guys? Man, this is the best decision he made so okay. far. So it lets me know that, that he's in good hands. Okay. One's a, a female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one's a both African American. Yep. There's a guy. But with CAA, listen, they have the Manning whole family. Yes. The, all the way to Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. then to Tom Cruise and Ryan Seacrest. So they have the infrastructure to add a player like Zion yeah. and making him a a worldwide talent. Yeah. I think with those smaller agencies that um, he declined to mm-hmm. uh, work with, like Clutch, like mm-hmm. Rock Nation, you it would be a learning curve mm-hmm. that CAA uh, really doesn't have. They're ready to go day one. Yeah. I think uh, this is a great, great signing for Zion. A lot of different avenues. 
I just I just want to see him make moves outside of basketball early. Yeah, he will early, and that's why he has two agents. Yeah, you know, one for on the court and one off the court. Because so. this hype that he has right now coming that's to crazy. the league, nah, man, he capitalized yeah. out this now real quick real quick <laughs> it's vital for this kid to sign the right sneaker deal though mm. i don't want to see him signing with puma i know puma's out there puma got that bag yeah though. but but the, the the i get it but the bag. i get it no i don't want to see him going with an asian company like lee ning you you want to see him go with nike and the, here's the thing <laughs> and the, the rumor is he wants to sign whoever's giving him the most money yeah lebron james could have went that way right yeah reebok was offering the most money you can't go into a place that's working to get there. I want him to get to a place that's already established. Okay. So in turn, when you get to a point where you need to get that push, they're right there, man. But you don't think he can push the the, the way of way the Lenings, the the Lenin I mean, way of Zion? All right. Look look at Kawhi Leonard with New Balance. Puma has a a ton of athletes right now, right? For sure. Yeah. None of them is gonna make none of them is making them shoes jump off the shelf, right? Not yet. We right. Steph Curry made. Under Armour jump off the shelf. You don't think Zion can do the same thing? I don't think so. Mainly due to the fact that not a lot. See, the reason that the shoes jumped off the shelf for Steph Curry because he looks like a kid that's walking around the street. Nobody looks like Zion. I, I Other than <laughs> him being an African-American. Yeah, but so, you know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, you don't nah, look that's like that. Yeah, nah, nah, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. If he put on any shoe, a Puma shoe, and he's doing windmills and stuff, that shoe's going to jump off the shelf. We said the same thing when when um, when Vince Carter was with Ann One. Oh, God. When Vince Carter was with Puma. Nobody. Those Vince Carter was jumping out of the gym. Actually, yeah, he was literally outside of the gym. People didn't buy those shoes. You got to go to the most money. Isn't necessarily the best deal. You're right. You got Clay and Anta. Who the hell? Do have you seen anybody in Clay shoe? No, but they're big overseas. Oh, for sure, they're I get overseas. that. Yeah. But he, we need. I know. I know. I know. I yeah, know. no, for sure. Yeah, but Clay ain't marketable. Yeah, he is. Clay's very marketable. He, Dude, Clay is marketable. Oh no, just yeah. has a bad ball. That's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. That's a stretch. I, the most money isn't that necessarily. I, I, yeah, that sure. I agree with you on because yeah. LeBron would have took that money from Reebok or that twenty million Adidas off him not to take any calls from anybody else. We'd have LeBron and those, and those Kobe's that you those Kobe's that you like, you like to bring. Terrible. Yeah. See when Kobe Kobe's? got to a different situation with Nike. You remember those Kobe's? I, yeah, for sure. There was some bad Kobe's <laughs> through that. But I do think Adidas and Nike can do the best long term with transcendent talents. Yeah, and you'll make up for the money if you're marketed the right way. Did, yeah. I, did I hear about uh, Master P offering him a shoe? Twenty million dollar deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people. And here's the thing: that's not a bad idea. No. If you're, if you're no a, limit, if you're a fledgling shoe company dude, trying to trying to make a splash, they but, show everybody walking into the gym. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> yeah. but will the major company allow him to do that? For yeah. you mean? See, can he sign two sneaker deals? You're like we're Nike or something. You yeah, know what? It's a lifestyle that. shoe. Yeah. It'll be a lifestyle shoe. You can sign a lifestyle brand. Shoe. Sure. Probably could get an endorsement deal. With like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm doing it all day. Then I'm doing that quickly. Yeah. Twenty million dollars. I'm doing it quickly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's move on to high school and college basketball. R.J. Hampton, the fifth-ranked prospect in the class of 2019, hailing from Little Elm, Texas. Mm. Got a holly coach likes it. What the hell that is? He's <laughs> right side of Dallas. Uh, he decided to forego college and instead prepare for the 2020 NBA draft wow. by signing a professional contract with the New Zealand Breakers mm-hmm. of the Australian-based National Basketball League. Hampton said he was inspired to go overseas after watching the success of Dallas Mavericks star Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. who played professionally in Spain from age 16 all the way up until he was 19 and drafted. Hampton is the first to take the international right to prepare for the NBA without any concerns of academic eligibility issues in mm-hmm. college. So is this the start of a trend or just another one-off? I don't know. 
because if he's successful mm-hmm. and he wasn't academic in academic trouble, yeah, this might be the start. Yeah, because you got to think about it. Brandon Jennings, Terrence Ferguson, yeah. um, who else was that? Emmanuel Moody right. all had academic troubles. Right. So this kid could have gone to college if he wanted to. Exactly. <laughs> if Romeo Langford did the exact same thing that he did <laughs> that RJ Hampton is doing this year, right. he'll be a top five pick instead of going to Indiana. Oh, mm. Something yeah. to consider. He did not want to go to Indiana. We were talking about it. Yeah. Everybody was like, man, red sleeve room. Red, yeah. Yeah. Top five now, he's all the way mm. top ten now. He'll, he'll be a hawk though. He'll be a hawk at eight or ten. <laughs> he will be, yeah. I just but the nice. uh <laughs> the twenty twenty two draft is probably the first time you'll see players straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. So I think it's unlikely that players like will follow Hampton's lead. Mm-hmm. It's too close, too risky. I get it. In the program you usually get close to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. They said Hampton's deal would far surpass that. Right. So and he decided to go to a place where it's Mainly an English-speaking country. Correct. So he knew what the hell he was doing. And I believe their coach played in the NBA. Yeah, for sure yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So. And the actual um, the team has an $800,000 buyout for an NBA team, so okay. they're protecting their investment as well. So, gotcha. But yeah. I think R.J. Hampton is doing the right thing to kind of be a, a trailblazer yeah. in that form of fashion. For sure. Yeah. I just want him to leave uh, my guy LaMelo alone. We're trying to crew him over there. That's my guy. He's going over there. He's just not going over there. He's <laughs> yeah, going somewhere, yeah. though. You don't think so? He's not playing here. He's not playing college. He c- I'm not. Uh, no, I'm double hand. No, 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 no. That dude, no. dude not playing. <laughs> yeah. I want him to. Yeah, he might play at Cumberland someday. <laughs> where it don't matter. He might play Juco for a year. It just, yeah, but he ain't playing. No. Man, he no. Did, dad did too much, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. um, let's move on to the NBA. We have entered scary hours in Houston. Mm-hmm. After two consecutive years of being left heartbroken by the Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets GM and analytics stand. Daryl Morey has placed everybody not named James Harden or the mascot on the trading block. Are the Rockets overreacting? No. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, they overreacting for sure. Um, you know what you signed up for. Mm. You signed Mike D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. I think now they're looking into maybe getting out of that contract mm-hmm. because they're not extending his contract. It, he does this everywhere he goes. He mm-hmm. goes for that job, gets 50 wins. Mm-hmm. He'll get a 60-win team. Maybe. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then – They'll lose mm-hmm. before, way before you get to the finals. Mm-hmm. I think upper management kind of sees the writing on the wall with him <laughs> and realizes that, okay, last year was the test. This year was like, oh, okay, this right. shit ain't going to work. So um, you got to make sure that you have great assistance around a player or a coach like Mike D'Antoni. And yeah. I think you trade everybody you can but Harden and maybe try to keep somebody like, Maybe Eric Gordon to kind of build it off of. James Harden should run the point, dog. That's just it. They, but they keep saying his his style of ball is it's not it's not pretty much it's not team worthy. Like it ain't it ain't gonna. Nobody att- wants to play with. No, like it's dribble for to seven seconds left. James makes something happen. Yeah, man. That's all it. That was so hard. I'm I remember screaming at the TV like, do something, yeah. run a pick and roll, do anything, do back, anything, back pick something, something. <laughs> but he's gonna do nothing. Yeah. You got 34-year-old Chris Paul, $124 million dollars left on his contract. It's going to be hard to get that, that off, man. That contract only worked if they won this year. Exa- a that, championship yeah. is the only way that you justify a 36-year-old CP3 hobbling around with in 2022. Million, with $40 million contract. Come on, man. Yeah. But the Rockets, 
that's what they had to do. They okay. got to make sure they find a way to keep James Harden happy. That's their singular focus yeah. is keeping James Harden happy because I'm telling you, they set up this team and they were focused on beating the Warriors. Yep. They cannot do that. They must focus their intention on making James Harden happy in the highest level for sure, man. This is the biggest thing that I've always worried about with players. Okay. KG. Okay. They failed to put a person, a superstar, in his prime with other superstars or a player around him to get the maximum potential out of them. They did it one year in, in, in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah. One year. Spreewell. Spreewell, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. Yeah, that, that year. You, they can't that afford. That was his MVP year. Right? That was his MVP yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't afford to keep the team how it is. Uh-huh. They got to get rid of Capella. They got to get rid of CP. And they got to find a way to put people around them, man. If you're a contender, right, if you're the Lakers and you got LeBron, you would take CP. One year, yeah, for sure. You can take oh, CP. For yeah. Sure. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, so you just got to be a team like that, yeah, that can take on that contract and can win now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, no, for sure. But they better keep him happy, dog. At the <laughs> end of the day, you, 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 you're, you're in bed with James Harden until 2023. I'll tell you what, I did not think about is he's been there for seven years. I didn't know that. He's that's been crazy. There seven years. I knew that, but I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. Yeah, seven years. Yeah, because he left first one. Okay, see, yeah, yeah, he left first. Yeah, they yeah. got rid of him yeah, first. Traded him first. Yeah. Overreacted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know for they ten million. I know they weren't going to get anything for him, and you know, and yeah. he's going to leave in free agency anyway. But man, yeah, oh, it looks crazy now Oof. to look that back 30 at for thirty. Yeah, that thirty for thirty <laughs> would be crazy. Before we start with halftime, let's move on to the NFL. Now, some of the NFL's fastest players will take their wheels for a spin on June the 29th. A number of the league's speediest players are set to compete in a forty-yard race. Among the notable names running will be New Orleans Alvin Kamara mm. and Ted Ginn. Mm. Chicago's Tariq Cohen, Baltimore's Mark Ingram. Who knew he was a speedster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's doing it. Minnesota's Trey Waynes, Washington's Dominique Rogers Cromartie, Tennessee's Kevin Byard, Arizona's Buda Becker, and the Jets' Robbie Anderson. The competition is being hosted by 40 Yards of Gold, a okay. group that specializes in showing off speed on the gridiron. Now, we reported two weeks ago that Ted Ginn was willing to bet 10000 he could beat anyone in a foot race. If anyone okay. of those participants are willing to match his bet, someone's going to walk away with the contest $10,000. Is this going to be televised? You got to let me finish that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who are you putting your money on in this competition? I'll tell you who I'm not betting on. Who's that? Mark Ingram. <laughs> nah, Mark Ingram's <laughs> last. Nah, he shouldn't be. Nah, he should be. Uh, who the 4 6 coming out, though? 4 6 not going to get you in this yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4 6 4 6 Nah, this. Mark, and Mark Ingram shouldn't be in it. Yeah. Um, That's it. No. It's a speech. The rest of them is speech. I got shouldn't be in it either. Dominic Rogers, Kamari? No, from the Titans. Kevin Byron? Fast as hell. Nah, we, we should switch him out with uh, Dory Jackson. Dory Jackson should that. be in it. I agree with For that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Dory should be in it. And also, uh, John, not, not John Brown, but the kid. Ross? John Ross. John Ross, John Ross should be in yeah. it. For yeah. sure. The father time and injuries have slowed down some of these guys yeah. over the years. Yeah. But I'm give me give me DRC, man. That's what I'm putting my money with, man. I'm riding with let's DRC. Do let's do yeah. it. Yeah, I, I agree uh, with that. I got some sleepers in that thing. Who you got? Trey Wayne. Trey oh. Wayne's move. Trey yeah. Wayne's from the Jets. Yeah. That's Robbie. Robbie no, Andy. Robbie Anderson. Yeah, the get from, yeah, yeah, he can go. He's, he's fast. Yeah, yeah he and the Tariq Horn go. He, he can go he's too. Dominique been running light pole to light pole his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> he, that boy's ready to run, <laughs> man. At all time. I put yeah. my money on him, man. Yeah. DRC for sure. Yeah. June 20, I'm excited about that. I want to see this. It's, it's, NFL needs stuff like this. For sure. Yeah, I'm with the it. NBA needs to get into some kind of like contests, one-on-ones. But that's, that's All-Star Weekend, though. 
No, what I'm saying one on ones, two dribbles, three dribbles, and stuff like they do when they're Man, when they're working out. It's not the risk though. Picture, picture one on one. They do it all the time. Televised. They play it. That's true. Televised one on one. Televised one on one. That is. It's not the risk. Yeah, with the numbers and stuff going. Man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're right, Jeff. That's right for sure. Let's get started with halftime, fellas. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We got the FSB halftime sports trivia. Uh oh. Let's get it, fellas. Uh-oh. We're bringing back the FSP Sports Trivia. During this segment, we test the sports knowledge of our esteemed panel. <laughs> now, these questions are all NBA Finals related. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Good luck to you, sir. Good luck to you. All right. All right need it. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, number one, which NBA player was the first to win two NBA Finals MVP awards? Will Chamber. Shaq. Willis Reed. Willis Reed. Willis Reed. Move right along. For my time. Which NBA player was the first winner of the NBA Finals MVP despite being on the losing team? Uh, uh Jerry West. Yeah. He just went with that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I heard that because that one year LeBron was going to do it, and they said Jerry West is the only one to do it. Jerry West? LeBron yeah, should have sure. done it that year. Sure. Yeah. The, the equal dollar year. That was LeBron's. It was Steph's. Should have been Steph's. damn sure Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Number three. Excuse me. Oh my what NBA legend scored the most career points without ever making the NBA Finals? I'm wrong. Vince. Vince Carter. I don't know. Dominique Wilkins. That was close. That was close. I, 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 Vince was good, though. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, nah, Vince didn't make it to the Finals. Nah, he didn't. Nah, he, he missed didn't. a shot against the Sixers. Sure. He missed a shot against the Sixers. Still 1-1. Because you guys have yeah. both had – you went with Jerry West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See that cameraman? Scare um, Right. <laughs> Who is the last player to score over 30 points in every NBA game of an NBA Finals series? Allen Iverson. Kobe Bryant. Shaquille O'Neal. Ah! <laughs> Number five. Since the year 2000, this player scored the most points in one game while coming off bench. Who is he? He scored the most points mm-hmm. in one game. Come on, Ginobili. That's a good. That's, that's a good, good pick. That's a good guess. Uh, you're wrong though, but it was a good one. Who was it? <laughs> it's the year two thousand. You said since the year two thousand, who scored so, the yeah. most? Somebody misunderstood the question. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Austin Crozier. Oh, we're going to talk about him. Scored later. 24 points. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about Austin Crozier. We didn't know we figured that one out. <laughs> one more. He got one more? Last one. He let Weezy win. I know. I know. That Davis Carter one hurt, man. Davis Carter hurt. Yeah. Dominique's my guy. Dominique's your guy. Now, now I'm sitting there saying. Now, he go, I'm in my mind. I'm like, is it either Vince or Dominique? It's Vince or Dominique. Because they both in the top. Yeah. Not, not top 10, but both up there and score. I couldn't think of who it was. Yeah, man. And that is the FSP Sports Trivia. That's it, boy. Weezy That'll be a good game. I'm sorry. <laughs> good game, Weezy. It's <laughs> a win by Weezy. Let's get started with the second half. All right. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2019 NBA Finals Breakdown Show, episode 273. I am J-Ho. Sure, what big job. I'm Weezy, what to do? Weezy, for the first time in five years, the NBA Finals matchup will be something other than the Golden State Warriors against the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Warriors swept the Portland Trailblazers in the Western Conference Finals, but its opponent is new. The Toronto Raptors, led by 2014 Finals MVP Kawhi Leonard, outlasted the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo in the Eastern Conference Finals mm. to advance to the championship series for the first time in franchise history. It will be, and it is, a battle of the old guard and the new upstarts. A fight <laughs> between the established dominant dynasty and the team that can never quite, mm. never really mm. get over the hump. Now, it, all kicked off Thursday night 
And episode 273's mission is to break down the two squads position by position. We're going to pause that. Mm -hmm. Um, Game one, we have a 1-0 lead by the Toronto Raptors. Mm -hmm. But by the time you guys hear this, game two will already be played. Yes. But we'll start off with the point guards. All right. Stephen Curry versus Cal Lowry. <laughs> now, Cal Lowry has worked hard to silence the doubters regarding his postseason play. Mm-hmm. I think he did a really good job against the Bucks. Played terrible in the first two rounds, though. Terrible. That's it. No, no, no. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to see if I'm. I'm gonna give him good against the Bucks. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> he averaged 19. Okay. After game, I didn't know that. It was game one. He was bad. I think was game, game one. Was bad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was bad in game one of this series yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah. score yeah. in double digits. So he's famously struggled in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's equipped to play in big games. Okay. But he gave the Raptors enough to get them to the finals. For the first time ever, so he's just there to do enough, um, <laughs> which is which is not enough. Which I don't think is enough at the point guard position. No, for, for sure. sure, not against Steph. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a bad matchup yeah, got right a here. Bad draw. Sure. <laughs> I think with Steph, man, he scored at least what twenty five points in every game since yep. Durant's entrance scored thirty six or more um, in the four games Golden State played against the Blazers. So, mm-hmm. I think simply put, Stephen Curry has been. Great as of late. Played good on Thursday night. Good. I think he, he had a good, good. game. He yeah. started out great. He yeah. started out great. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah. I think he just needs some help um, at the point guard. I mean, just on the team, period. Andre yeah. Godal only had two points. So. That's, the only, that's the only thing that hurt that team. Yeah. Nobody else helped him out. But Clay nope. had 20. Clay had yeah. 22. It wasn't enough, though. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. They okay. lost that game one. Because Pascal Siakam had the game of his okay. life. Are we going to break the players down, guys? We're going to talk about the game. Oh. I'm just saying because because we, we about to go off on a tangent. That's we, true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So um, now, simply simply put, that was, uh, you're right, Jeff. Yeah, I'm just saying. All respect to Kyle Lowry, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> there isn't a point guard in this matchup that's mm-hmm. going to be um, in the whole postseason. I don't think that would be a a, a sufficient matchup for Steph Curry <laughs> as of late. The way no. he's playing. Yeah. Here's here's the thing about Kyle Lowry. Talk to me. If if he doesn't have to be number two, okay. If he can just be number three or four, because <laughs> four, because Van Vliet, Van Vliet, Van Vliet, don't do him like that. Don't do him like nah, that. Nah, he can't do him like that. He's got he's got to be better than Van Vliet. He's got to be better than him. I know. I know. What he's doing is great. He's hitting the tray. He's yeah. he's found his jump shot since it's the birth of his child. It's in limited. Right. It's in limited. He can't be expected to do that every game. He can't. It's not sustainable. Yeah. That, that, no. So Kyle's no. got to be number three. He's yeah. got to be number three. But see, uh, the only thing I have with Kyle Larry, by asking him to be number three, that's a letdown for me. Okay. That's a letdown. It's true. You know what I'm saying? He's, you must be my number all, two. He's an all-star. So it's think, tough. Yeah. But I, it's advantage I, too. Yeah. That don't sit well with me. Yeah. Advantage Steph. Advantage Steph. <laughs> Steph. For sure. For sure. Let's move on to the shooting guards. Clay Thompson versus Danny Green. Now, all season, Danny Green has been a reliable starter mm-hmm. for them, playing really, really good defense. Right. I think this is the best collective defensive team that I've seen one through five in a long time. Yeah. Man, for sure. Yeah. But he's probably the second best a defender on the team. Right. But he hasn't been shooting that well as of late. It's been in a hell of a slump. I think he's shooting twenty seven percent in the postseason. So here's another bad draw. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it I'll give us to Clay for sure. But I think Clay has a point to prove in this series, yeah. right? Yeah. He got snubbed for all NBA team. I don't think that was a snub, but okay. that's just my opinion. I got you. I think he was a snub. I think Kyrie shouldn't have been all NBA. But uh needless to say Toronto will need some of those big games from Danny Green offensively more than defensively um, for them to 
actually compete in this series. What's the line for Danny Green? Like a 15-point game, 18-point game? I, I need I need double figures for him in every game. Okay. I need 12 to 15 for him every yeah, game. I need okay. double figures. I'm just cool with 11. And see, okay. and see well, I'm asking 12 to 15 for him, and I know I'm going to get that from Clay. I know I am. No, I'm gonna get twelve fifteen from Clay. No, you're gonna get a dub from Clay. Yeah, I mean, so I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, but in his last nine games, dude, he shoot nineteen percent from three. Yeah, like it's he, tough. Here's the thing. Let's 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 really be honest with ourselves. Okay. He and Steph both created basketball where you take bad shots and you hit them. Dude, Clay takes horrible shots. Horrible shots. Horrible shots. Now he makes them. Uh, makes them, and it looks great. It, mm-hmm. it, it sounds great on TV. The announcers go crazy. Yeah, but he takes bad. But he makes shots. them look good. His form looks good though. Man, who takes worse shots? Steph, Steph, or Clay? Steph, 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 Steph will sure. have one because foot he can, down. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just because he can actually dribble. Yeah, that's why. and they look yeah. so unorthodox. Oh my goodness, yeah. he's shooting behind his head. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> yeah, but I think Danny Green is the weakest link in the war, yeah, in the Raptors starting five. True enough. So I think it's a it's a bad matchup again, um, and advantage has to go to Golden State. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Argument. Yeah, um, let's move on to the small forwards. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Okay. Because we're going to have to substitute Andre Iguodala instead of Kevin Durant. It's just going to have to happen. For right now. For right now. So, Andre Iguodala versus Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. So, veteran Andre Iguodala, I think his defense is under. I think he's one of the best defenders at the wing position we've seen since Scottie Pippen. He's the reason why that, what they call it, Hamptons five. He's the reason why that lineup works. Yeah, man. Because you can put him out there on the wing and Draymond, mm-hmm. and, and they can guard pretty much anybody. Here's yeah. the thing. I just don't think Iggy, at 34 years old, 35, yeah. is ready to take a lion's share of minutes. I think he's good in spots, mm-hmm. right. and you're overusing him. That's mm-hmm. Hence, two injuries in back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. So I think he's being overused, and the team was equipped for Kevin Durant to play these large amount of minutes, mm-hmm. not Andre Iguodala. Right. Yeah, and people people overlook Iggy. Iggy's a great defender. Oh no, he's a great show. he's a great defender. But yeah. but and like like he guarded he guarded LeBron that series. Mm-hmm. LeBron went off, but still LeBron's great. He's making him work. Though. Yeah, he's, he's making, making him work. work. Yeah, but I think it's even harder to guard Kawhi offensively polished than LeBron is. No, you don't think so? No, 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 no. Wait, listen, no, 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 let him get this off. No, no, I want to hit this. The please let him get this off. Yeah, y'all think y'all y'all don't think Kawhi can get to his spot better than LeBron can? No. <laughs> on a 15, 15 foot shot jump no. shot? You don't think so? LeBron James, dog? LeBron James, you get to the rack for sure. Th- let me get Kawhi I got to say. only has one move. Once he gets past that first person, he doesn't know what to do. LeBron James has a counter move that Kawhi Leonard does not have in his arsenal yet. That is Kawhi Leonard's problem, and that's where mm. he shot five for fourteen from the field last night because he couldn't get. He got past the first person, but it was another person right there. He had no counter for it. That is the problem with Kawhi Leonard that I see defensively magnificent, one of the right. best defenders we've seen. But I'm t- he has no moves past the first move. But I will shoot him some bail. Okay, as a as a facilitator. He's gotten better throughout these playoffs. He's not better than LeBron James. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, well, That's no. what I'm saying. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. No, he's not better facilitator than LeBron James. No, LeBron James is one of the best passes in the NBA. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that facilitator. I'm talking about shooting the basketball. Shooting. Yeah. You didn't say that. You, you said, said he's a better a You said a better offensive player. You said he's more offensive. Well, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I shouldn't exactly. have said that. That's my bad. You should have said a shooter. Yeah. yeah. You better shoot him. Shoot a little LeBron James. He shoot better than LeBron 15, James. 15, 16 foot jump shots. LeBron no James can do that. No question. That ain't no argument. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
You should have said that. Yeah, I was misunderstood. Yeah, for sure. Misunderstood. It happens. <laughs> but the advantage goes to Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it a wash if KD's there? Yes. No, 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 no. Here's my reason why it's not a watch. I think it's advantage Toronto still. Only because KD is who he is. But Kawhi can check KD. He's going to check Steph. Going to check Clay. Going to check whoever else you need out there. KD, not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I think Kawhi make KD work a little harder. KD's going to make he's going to make KD work. He's going to make Steph work. He's going to have to work too because he's going to check stuff. He's going to put him on stuff for, for before this series is over with. Steph's going to have one of those games where he's in the first half cooking. Third quarter got to put Kawhi on. Here's I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Kawhi Leonard though, I think Kevin Durant. That's how great he is offensively. We forget his offense is so good mm-hmm. that we don't even think about his defense and his defense is solid not to say that it's not in, yeah you know yeah, for sure yeah, no, not, no, 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 not he's not even close to the player that Kawhi Leonard is I think we're taking for granted how good Kevin Durant is defensively especially on this team okay now when he was playing with Russell Westbrook and James Harden dude he had to go and play offense as well mm-hmm. because he don't have really have to worry about that with this team he gets his offense the how he gets it okay. for sure but, yeah, I think the advantage goes to Toronto. And mm-hmm. I think it's a wash if KD's there. Okay. We want a power forward. So you would say KD because KD would be favorite offensively and Kawhi would be favorite defensively. For sure. Watch out. Exactly. Okay. That's yeah, that's what I was saying. Right, cool, yeah, for cool, sure. Cool, cool. Power forwards. Draymond Green versus Pascal Siakam. And I said this last week, right? <laughs> okay. I said that Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. was Draymond Green 2.0. Yep. And it looked like it in game one. But on the surface – I think this is the most interesting and one of the more even matchups of the entire this, series. This is the championship bout. Yeah. Like this, 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 this is the heavyweight fight. Yeah. Is it a wash? I don't, I don't know so. yet. I don't, I don't know yet. So. I don't think so. But, but go ahead. Because we we crowd Pascal Siakam for having a great game. He had a great game. Sure. But Draymond had triple double also. That goes unnoticed. Yeah, but he didn't shoot. This is the thing with Draymond. Okay. And I, I think he's so used to playing – the the role that he's been playing as a facilitator okay. that he has wide open shots that he passes up to get to a three. Steve the, Steve Kerr don't want him to shoot though. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is lane. No, it's a wide open lane, and he'll pass it up for a wide open three. Okay. Now, granted, those go in sometimes, mm-hmm. but we need those twos as well. Yeah, but that's basketball though. That's, 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 their, their, that's basketball. their basketball. That's their basketball. That is their basketball. But Draymond Green's been playing exceptional Absolutely. in these playoffs. Absolutely. I had him in my top five. I think everybody had him in the top five. But top we, ten. I have him in top ten. Okay. Now Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond yeah. top five. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Draymond Green's in my top five. So. We look at Pascal, who's been playing at a lower tier on the top. Me and you, Jeff, had him in our top ten. Correct. But it was lower tier compared to what Draymond's doing um, at a high level. Great defense, Mm -hmm. great offense, shooting the ball better. Mm -hmm. Man, um, Getting to the rack. Getting to the rack. Well, we just didn't know. We didn't know. He had 32 points. Shot 14 for 17 from the field. Right. That's amazing. That's not sustainable. That's very efficient. That's way too efficient, I should say. Extremely efficient. That's insane. <laughs> Cannot sustain if he does that, that yeah. they win the series. I just think yeah. no player on the team has the kind of unique impact that Draymond Green has compared to Pascal. Yeah. If he goes and gets his average, what, 14, mm-hmm. 15, mm-hmm. they lose by 10. Mm-hmm. Last night? Hit 32, yeah. Yeah, because Kawhi, Kawhi had a bad game. Hit a bad game. Yeah. That's scary for the Warriors because Kawhi had a bad game, but a guy had 32 points right. that wasn't supposed to <laughs> yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's where people are kind of losing their mind about. Yeah. But Pascal. Here's, here's what I fear about Pascal. Okay. I've seen this before. Okay. 
You mentioned him earlier. Mm-hmm. This is Austin Crozier again. I don't, I don't want this to be Austin Crozier Ooh. again. Oh yeah, we saw Austin Crozier ball out mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the playoffs and in the finals, get that contract. And mm-hmm. I want to get too far ahead of myself, mm-hmm. and we never heard of him again. Can't trust him. So, I, I, I hope that we're watching the evolution of a star mm-hmm. and not and not somebody who just been there before. We've seen before. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm afraid of with this guy. To to my point though, I think. We're gonna have to give the slight edge to where well, I am okay. to Draymond Green because his value is greater for the Warriors than Siakam's is to the Raptors. I don't think I agree with you with that statement, right? But I will say I would give it to Draymond because we've seen him here before, right? Yeah, for sure. We know what Draymond yeah, yeah, can we do. Know it, yeah. It, it, so what Pascal Pascal's in never never uncharted territory. What if Pascal does it again? I think my whole point is without Green, I think Golden State would fall apart. Okay. With Toronto, I think they would struggle, but they would be able to lean on Kawhi more without Siakam. There is no other Draymond Green on that team. Uh, just because we, we, we've seen Draymond here before. Yeah. We've seen him in the big moments. And he's, he's, he's a champion. Yeah, no, for sure. we, we'll watch him, uh, Siakam, yeah. hopefully yeah. evolve into a star. Evolve. Yeah, he's evolved, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Let's move on to center. Now, they started Jordan Bell at center. They did. Um, game one. But they also have Kevon Looney. DeMarcus Cousins is back. And this is all versus Mark Gasol. Mm-hmm. Now, the uncertainty at the center position hinders the Warriors greatly. I think let's just let's just keep it a book. Okay. The center position has been the weakest for the Warriors, weakest position for the Warriors the entire season. I think it's the most uncertain one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. last year you had JaVale McGee. <laughs> he was a little bit more consistent. He played in 80 games. Yeah. He looks slow. Yeah, good court vision though. He makes some good passes. Makes some good passes. Makes some good passes. Some good passes. But sure. his game definitely he was definitely out of shape. Yeah. 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 But with Margasol, he's looking like Memphis Margasol. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent addition. And he's yeah. looking like he's playing defensive player of the year that he won in 2012, 2013. Yeah. yeah. So and he's shooting forty percent from three. So yeah. that's he, crazy. He looks he looks like a veteran. Yeah. Like yeah. He never been to the finals. He looks like he's been there before. Yeah, no, for sure. Because he's been he's tested though. He's yeah. battle tested. He's not scared he of that moment. Been to the, he might have been to the NBA finals. Finals. He's battle tested in Memphis. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he sure. went to some wars against yeah. the Clippers. Oh, for sure. Against the Spurs. A lot of yeah. game yeah. sevens. Yeah. A lot of game sevens. sevens. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think he's no longer the primary scoring option that he was with him, Tony Allen, yeah, no, Mike he, Conley. I agree. He's not doing that. But he can knock down open three and he's a great facilitator yeah. at the center position. Yeah. And Golden State simply doesn't have an easy counter, especially with Boogie being working himself yeah. in the shape How as the finals go on. Dude, whenever they have Surge out there, they have to get Jordan Bell's your Kav- not Kavon. even Kevon Looney. Okay, they can't guard. Yeah. Like Surge is too mobile, yeah. so they have to find a way. When Boogie's out there, Marcus Hall needs to be out there. Okay, and that's the only way. Okay. If they decide to go small and start Surge at the five and then run Pascal, you got they they're in trouble. Aaron Trouble, that's when KD comes in, the four position, yeah. and Draymond at the five. Gotcha. That's going to be tough, man. But the advantage clearly at the center position is it's Toronto. It's to the yeah. yeah, for sure. Let's talk about the bench. Kevon Looney, Sean Livingston, Quinn Cook, Jordan Bell, Serge Ibaka, Fred Van Vliet, and Norman Powell. Now, I think the injuries to Durant and DeMarcus Cousins have depleted Golden State's already thin bench, forcing a guy like Iggy, who's six-man-of-the-year candidate right. every year. right, right. And one of Bill, Looney, and Jones into a starting lineup. When when you move Iggy back to the bench, and then you have Kevon Looney, who has been solid without okay. Katie. He's been solid. Okay. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? More than what you expected. And you mm-hmm. have Iggy, Looney, Livingston as your bench. Yeah. That becomes formidable. Yeah. But 
as the bench as it is now compared to what they're bringing in with Ibaka, Van Vliet, I'm sorry, uh, Van Vliet and uh, Norman Powell. Yeah. It looks a little different on Toronto's side. Right yeah. now. Just right now, though. Yeah. For sure. Right and now. they stuck with the primarily three-man yeah. bench throughout the postseason, but it's been those three. Van Vliet's been hot as hell. Yeah. Serge is playing great defense. Mm-hmm. Norman Powell is playing great on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. If Van Vliet, which I don't think is sustainable, <laughs> stay as hot as he Keep saying wants. that. I'm just it, saying. <laughs> keep doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the the game goes, the series goes six games, mm-hmm. seven games, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough to for him to be playing like this for nine straight games. I got you. It just doesn't happen. I think that was the overlooked point of the Warriors team for the last couple of years was yeah. their bench, and it's not there. It's not there at all this year. Sean Livingston is a shell of himself. He's going to retire at right. the end of this year. <laughs> and I just think, man, both teams' starters will have to do most of the heavy lifting yeah. during these finals, but Toronto has a more – uh, lovable cast of reliable contributors in that second unit. It's a test of endurance. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is close, man. I think yeah. this is even. I think this is a wash for me. The bench. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. No, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Toronto, okay. Toronto. because yeah. they got Drake on the sideline too. So oh, you know. okay. <laughs> Drake versus yeah. E40 <laughs> is funny. Drake yeah. was, Drake versus yeah. E40 should probably be on here. Yeah, should probably break that true. down. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Let's move on to the coaches. Steve Kerr versus Nick Nurse. Kerr won five rings as a player. He already has three as a coach. And somehow seems to always push the right buttons. Yeah, um, Nick Nurse first year. I think he's dealt with this transition being a head coach really, really well. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I worry about with Nick Nurse is trying to find ways to shorten up that bench. Steve Kerr's battle tested. Yeah, so I think coaching you have to go with the person that's been in these dog fights. Yeah. And Steve Kerr has. Yeah, I think Steve Kerr will coach him through one victory in this game. Call some timeouts at the right time. Put yeah. somebody in that usually doesn't play. He going to coach him through one victory. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Intangibles. Um, the Warriors have 10 players with a combined 140 games of finals experience. The Raptors have four players who have been in a combined 38 finals games. Mm-hmm. So, I think the Warriors total doesn't even count 49 finals games for Kerr. Yeah. So, that's another. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nurse, unfortunately, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. He, was a, uh, he was a pole vaulter yeah. as a kid. So. Okay. All yeah, right. All right. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. and, and you can tell <laughs> that, <laughs> that game one loss. the pole vaulters, but that ain't basketball. Yeah, that ain't basketball. That yeah. game one loss, and mm-hmm. I was watching the press conference. I was watching them as they left the floor. Mm-hmm. And they never, really, they never really looked like it was nervous or worried. The words never looked like, you know what? Yeah. Damn, we lost game one. Been here. Nah, it, it, it wasn't like yeah, they, lose no they, the, they didn't lose no sleep that night nah. or nothing. Uh-uh. Yeah. They still ate big boy steaks that night. It ain't like nothing ever happened. Yeah. The only worry, we mentioned it earlier, the mm-hmm. only worry is that. Siakam had 32. Yeah. That's the only word. That's the only word. Yeah. Because <laughs> you keep Kawhi the way he was at, you think, oh, man, we should win this by at least 10. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. 10 to 15. Yeah. But you got that. That's the only word. It's like, okay, we got now we got to worry about this dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. This is with the intangible. Yeah. For, for sure, it goes to the Warriors. So, let's go through the predictions. Um, I think on my end, and I think everybody, the Warriors are the superior team if you just look at it, breaking it down position by position. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they are losing one to nothing. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, yeah. My pick. Mm-hmm. It was it was five games prior to game one mm-hmm. for Warriors. Not gonna lie, yeah. it's five games. Um, it, to me, it hinges on KD right now if he can come back. Okay. If they win in five, or if they win in six, yeah. they're gonna win. Yeah. yeah, I got Golden State winning. Yeah, it's just if KD comes back game three. Because Golden State will, will win game two. Yeah, they I mean, they have to. It was not, is it a must win for no, game two? No, no, it's no, not. It's, it's, not. Sh- it's, really, no. it's not. It's not. It's really not. Because we got to remember Toronto's at home. Toronto's exactly. just, Toronto, Toronto's you, just holding the home court. That's it. That's how they're doing. Until somebody wins 
on their opposite court, yeah, that series doesn't start. That until series doesn't yeah. start. So to me, if Golden State, you know, comes back and win games mm-hmm. two, if KD can somehow get back by three, maybe four, they I don't think we'll see KD. If we don't see KD, we're going six. If we don't see, um, we, if we don't see KD, we might go seven. I don't yeah. think we'll That's see true KD. true, too. Yeah, I, think sure, K, I think KD's hurt worse than what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I think his pride is hurt. Like, I've been saying for two weeks now. He's it was hurt until it. last night. Yeah. Well, to the, to no, he's good. Now he, walk, he slept good last Yeah, he night. slept real good. Oh, he slept good. <laughs> I think the success of the Raptors in this series goes to how far Kawhi Leonard can push them. Mm-hmm. Um, if he slows down even a little bit, somebody else is going to have to step up. I just don't think. It would have to be a lovable person like Danny Green to have a 30-point game. It's going to be tough. Kyle Lowry? Yeah. You can't depend on those guys. We're saying it's unbelievable. Like, we're saying it's not it's, it's not possible that Kyle Lowry can score 30. That's not cool. Yeah. Not, I mean, he's a, he's a you got to show me. So yeah. You got to show me. I, yeah. I shouldn't have to ask that. I shouldn't have to. I'm hot at him yeah. about that. Yeah, no, for sure. But I think the Warriors wrap it up six yeah. now. And, uh, you know, yeah. it's just it just makes more sense for them to close things out in Oracle. I got sure. Toronto in seven. I hope you're right, man. Oh, yeah. I know you do, man. You, that, you, if, you slept if, good last night. I did. You and KD slept really good <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah. no, it was just one game. It was just one game. I, I wasn't. You know, a lot of people on Twitter were you're very, excited. Listen, you're excited. a lot of people on Twitter were jumping the gun. Oh man, it was the a lot. Of, like, like you guys got to chill. It's yeah. one game. It's a long game. series for sure. But let me tell you something. If somehow Toronto wins this series. Mm-hmm. Cameraman, <laughs> we the north. We the north. <laughs> you, but he, nah, and I'm gonna tell you that right now. You know, yeah, because yeah, you know oh, you your man can't get past that first round. Hey, so hey, hey, that's hey. True. yeah, my man ain't got a super team either. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Damn sure he got a super duper team. Yeah. <laughs> and that team <laughs> sure ain't super duper right now. Yeah, 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 you see yeah, your man yeah. at, uh, at the cookout with LeBron James? Yeah, I just see he, he been out here living. He been <laughs> playing poker with Tiger Woods. Yeah, shirt off. Got his hair braided. Hey man, fresh out the surgery. Got to see, got a season. Get ready for baby. Yeah. Yeah, season, oh, <laughs> a season. Yeah, that's what we worried about. Season. What we worried about? Uh, season. Got to come on, man. Got to get ready for training camp. Something. 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 And that is episode two seventy three. <laughs> and it could be a situation. Hell, you hear this? Yeah. The Raptors up two nothing, <laughs> and then and everything's on fire. <laughs> Take the women out of the house. The kids. Every dog. The dog. Everybody. everybody. Yeah. Got to get the hell out of the house. This. I think that's a good thing to happen for the Warriors. And like, okay. How we got to play. Yeah. I think Boogie's going to come out a little bit more, and, and I think KD comes back game three. I just think that you worry about KD coming back off an injury, because yeah. but I don't think he's that injured, because he came back with the same injury <laughs> in 10 days, <laughs> and now he's been gone for 24 days. Hey, whatever. Whatever. Shout out to KD. Shout out to KD. Shout out to KD. Most <laughs> definitely. Free agency means more right now. Than one. Free agency is going to be, the summer going to be lit. Summer's going to be lit. <laughs> I agree with that, Weezy. Summer's going to be lit. Most definitely. Did you ever want to play? You want to go? <sighs> I think I'm, I'm in basketball mode right now, babe. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's think I'm going, but I'm going, man. I know you yeah. are. I believe you. Yeah, if it ain't past Murfreesboro, <laughs> if Kyler Murray ain't playing the MTSU, he ain't going. He ain't I'm going got. to Arizona to watch him play. Yeah. You want to bet that? You going to get on the plane and go out there? You going to drive to Winnebago? Nah, I ain't going to drive. <laughs> boy, local. <laughs> boy, local is here. That's yeah. with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. The Revolution will be podcasted. Cameraman, we are out. Life moves pretty fast.
If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.